Hi beautiful friends, welcome back. My name is Chess. This is the Scapegoat Club. Today I wanted to talk about the challenges of coming across... Hi bud, thanks for joining. Today I wanted to talk about the challenges of dealing with narcissists when you work in customer service. Now I think that Customer service has definitely changed a lot over the last couple of years with COVID. And it's gone from, <clears throat> quote, the customer is always right to actually people in those service jobs having to say, I'm sorry, I can't do this for you, or you need to wear a mask, or, you know, we're limiting the number of people we have right now. We don't have the supplies. There's a lot of different things that make it I think a lot a lot more challenging for people who really are our role has been up until this point you know what what you say I will try and make happen for you and I say we I work in customer service right now it's definitely been a challenging couple of years what's also been really challenging is learning about narcissism and one of the things that I've found is that once I found out what narcissism was and really started to understand the behaviors I found that I started to see narcissists everywhere it was like my narcissistic radar was just on hyper alert and I went from not really understanding it to checking out everybody I met and then when I got <clears throat> those signals of I'm not sure or is this person safe I just went into hyperdrive almost. My senses would go crazy. I would, I would start to get really anxious around certain people and it was really quite difficult to, to work with. So I think, first of all, I'm gonna come back to this idea of having a narcissistic radar. And if you have had an experience, a difficult relationship with a narcissist, then I, I don't know what you think, but I definitely think that I'm very attuned to uh, difficult people and difficult behavior. Even within the first 10 seconds of meeting people, I know if I feel comfortable with them or if I feel unsafe. And so I'm not saying that everyone, I'm always right and that my radar is always bang on, um, not at all. And there are a lot of reasons why I might feel unsafe with people, but we don't know people's story. Having a radar where you're really alert to you know, whether you think you're comfortable with them or not. I actually think if you can manage that radar, if you can manage your reactions so you're not going into you know panic mode all the time and, and you're not overreacting, then I think having that radar is a real, I think it's a superpower. It really is, I think, key for me now in working in my job and dealing with those difficult people. Yeah, it's hard when I realize that I'm not comfortable with someone, but it gives me that kind of heads up. It gives me that initial, okay, warning signal, warning signal. I want to be careful around this person. And so I think there's another thing to recognize. I'm not saying that every single difficult customer is, is a narcissist or is behaving in a narcissistic way. Absolutely not. 
And I think that's something that's really important to remember, especially if we are coming out of narcissistic relationships. We, we are trying to look after ourselves for good reason. We need to look after ourselves so we don't get hurt and we don't get abused again. But we just don't know the history of the people who we're, we're dealing with. You know, you don't know what, what, what their day is like. You don't know what their life is like. They could have just had an argument with their partner. Maybe they have a newborn baby that's kept them up all night. Maybe they have a loved one in the hospital. You know, we, we, we don't know what their story is. So I think it's always really important to try and take a step back and be open-minded. But equally, I think that's, that's the key thing. Take a step back if someone isn't behaving in a way that you feel safe with, and then take a pause. And so I found what I work for me, and it doesn't, it's taking a lot of practice and I still need to work on it, is if I get those vibes, get those difficult, oh, I don't know how I feel about this person vibes, then I do, I take that, try and take that mental step back. And I, I, I like the kind of visual of stepping back because it's a kind of a reminder for me not to get pulled into whatever it is their situation is. And I think what's key to remember in customer service to do a job, we have two kind of obligations. We have number one, we have the obligation to do our job. And also, I think we have an obligation to do it with politeness and courtesy. But those are the only two things I think I am obligated to do. If I come across a difficult customer, yeah, it's my job to try and help them, to try and deal with the situation, to get them what they want within the powers of what I can do. I have a duty to do it politely, but that's it. I don't have any other obligations towards this person. I don't have to be their friend. I don't have to take on their story. I don't have to take on their problems or their crisis. I don't have to take on their, if their attitudes, my job is to help give you the service that you want. It's not necessarily to get you what you want. I will do what I can within that service. And that's it. And so I try and keep it very simple, very polite, and not get tied, tied in to any kind of arguments. And so if it is a difficult person, what I found works for me is I will give them, if the answer is basically no, it's a, I'm really sorry, I can't do that. And I give them a reason. Uh, it might be, I'm sorry, we can't have everybody in right now because we're limited on numbers because of COVID. Now, then if someone comes back and says, you know, well, you know, I want this for this reason, that reason, the other reason. Then my answer is, I'm sorry. And that's it. I'm not going to explain again because explaining or going round in circles, it just ties you into that conversation and it keeps you playing in that game. If you're saying no to someone who is reasonable, then they will understand the reason that you gave and you can or you can work towards a solution if someone wants to argue with the reasons that you gave them i'm sorry the answer is no and it could be i'm sorry 
you can take this up with the manager if you like, or it, or if it's in the case of COVID restrictions, I, I'm sorry, it's the law. That's as far as I will go. And I often won't even say it's the law. I don't want to even get dragged into, you know, well, should it be the law, you know? My answer is, sorry. And I keep it very short, very polite, and keep it very level. I think the key with narcissists is they want to try and somehow get the upper hand. That's their goal, that they want to use other people to make themselves feel better. And so if you start to react and in some way then they can feel it and they can sense it and then they can that gives them something to work with and what I found is that once they see you react they can almost exploit that because the more they push then when they can see where your buttons are then they can push you into maybe behaving in a way that you don't want to behave maybe you get impatient maybe you just are a little bit short with them maybe you know you just you know you, you really react to them and then they can kind of come back with a yeah, well, you know, you're, there's something wrong with you. You're not doing your job right. I need to speak to someone else. Or now you owe me something else. Now you have to do more for me. So it's hard to do. But what I find is if I just keep it even, I don't even go there. My answer is no. And with eye contact, no. It's like dealing with a bully. If you look at them and you acknowledge that you're hearing them and you're seeing them i find that actually they back away from that because they they know that you're not going to be pushed around they know that whatever their tactics are aren't going to work on you so a short no it really gives them nowhere to go because if they want to argue with that, and it's a polite but firm no, the only way they can argue with that is to make themselves look bad. And that's really what they don't want to do. They cannot lose face, especially in a public situation. They don't want to do that. So short, sweet no, what are they gonna do? You've given them the reason. You're not gonna argue with them. They might, you know, say screw that or whatever and walk out and swear under their breath but that's fine they just look bad that's it it's like i hear you i understand but there's nothing i can do my answer hasn't changed and i'm not going to get pulled into that it works and how can you argue against it i mean they'll find a way but there's very little that they can do. I hope that helped. It really helps me and I've been working in this field for a long, long time. So I hope I'm okay to, to share some advice. So I'd be curious to see how, if you work in customer service or work with difficult people, how, how you handle them. Thank you so much for watching. As always, I really, really appreciate your being here. Thank you so much for being part of the conversation. And please give me a thumbs up if you like the video. Please drop me a comment. I love your comments. They really just, yeah, make me want to do more. So please um, say hi. And um, if you want to subscribe to see more, even better. I will talk to you again soon, my friends. Take care. Bye for now.